Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Lawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Here we are again. Uh, this is the Monday morning episode. You'll get it Sunday evening if you are IFS subscriber. And why wouldn't you be? Uh, before, I mean, you've been to Seville. Let's be mm. honest. Let's not fuck about <laughs> here. You've been. There's to no Seville. point lying about it. The, the, yeah. You've you've talked about it before you went, and I assume you went, and you clearly have went. Mm. You've been posting photographs of it and all sorts. Yeah. But before we get to that, there's a couple of other matters that we've we've both mm. agreed we should probably uh, address. But they're, they're, uh, they're matters that, uh, of urgency. A bit more, bit more topical. Mm. The first one of them is a Q and A uh, in the Guardian from Saturday with Matt Goss from Bross, and of course we've uh, we've talked at, at length about the Bross documentary after the screaming stops. Mm. Which is a, a great piece of work. It's one of the greats, ago. isn't it? It's up there with the Graham yeah. Taylor doc, and you know the real classics. Yeah. Oh, completely! And it gave um, it gave Matt and, and and Luke, aka Bros, a nice little bump in the fame stakes at the time. Yeah. Um, so he's been uh, Q and A'd. I guess this is a thing where they probably have the same questions every week. I'm not familiar with yeah, this. Yeah, this yeah, feature, yeah. But, yeah, it is. They've been but, doing it for um, years. That. Yeah, have they? The, the 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 questions hardly ever change. Yeah, I think they update it like once in a while, but some of them are always the same. It's all like, when were you happiest? Yeah, it's a kind of. It reminds me a bit of Star Test that used to be on Channel Four. Yeah, was it called Star Test? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? You could almost um, go as far as to call it Star Test for cunts. Yeah, probably because it's like it's sort of like a <laughs> smug kind of bourgeois rendition of Star <laughs> Test. Yeah. Because, you know, rather um, than say what's the nicest sausage you've ever had, right? Mm. I can't remember if they asked that on Star Test, but what I'm saying is the <laughs> questions that matter. They always ask yeah. you something like, what smell makes you happiest? Or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Whereas, of course, in Smash Hits, they would ask you, does your mother play golf? Or, or what, what colour, colour is, is Tuesday? Tuesday? <laughs> hmm. uh, so there's a few interesting bits here. I don't know if you want to pick one out. Have you got it in front of you? My, uh, I haven't got it in front of me, but the one that when I read it this morning, I you know my uh, my spidey sense, my top flight time machine sense told me <laughs> Andy will see this and we shall discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I uh, that appealed to me the most was um, I can't remember the question, but he makes reference to his group of his closest, the people that matter to him most are, are his brother, yes. his mum, who's who's yes. dead, I think, but she still matters to him. Fair. She is. She and um, and also his group of his closest group of friends who refer mm. to themselves as the Matt Goss yeah. Mafia, the Matt Goss Mafia, a bit like Elvis's yeah, Memphis puts- Mafia. And I, I suppose, yeah, in a way, he is like he's like our. I mean, there's been various different Brits who have laid claim to the crown of being the British Elvis. You've got Cliff Richard, you've got yeah. Shaky, of course. 
But Matt Goss has got as good a claim as either of them. Exactly. At his height, at his pop, yeah. he was wildly Big. successful and yeah. reduced teenage girls to quivering wrecks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the Mac, he's almost, maybe he's almost our Don Corleone as well, mm. seeing as he's got a mafia. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it says here, who or what is the greatest love of your life? This is my brother, my mother, and the small group of friends around me that call themselves the Matt Goss Mafia. I'm on the back foot now. I'm worried that we're going to be maybe being a bit um, cheeky with this, this look yeah, at we've heard you've been being a little bit naughty about the yeah, Matt Goss yeah. Mafia. We're going to have to pay you a visit and smack your yeah. bottoms. Um, yeah, that's a nice microphone you've got there. Will you pick you <laughs> anything happened to it? Oh, whoops. It's fallen off the oh. desk in your bedroom where you oh. pulled from. Mind you, it could have been worse. I know a podcaster who was a bit cheeky and he ended up with a Yeti blue mic up his bamow. Unfortunately, <laughs> he enjoyed it, so he had to remove it immediately. <laughs> um, and then he asked us to put it back in again. And we weren't <laughs> having that. <laughs> we, he was playing games with us by that stage and we weren't happy at all, so we left. <laughs> um, do you have a Andy Dawson Mafia? No, I don't think I do. I've got a, a small. I've definitely got a small group of friends. A very small group of friends. I've got an ever uh, dwindling group of friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Corbin has seen off quite a few friendships, lockdown yeah. and all that. Yeah, there's there's some friends I've not seen for two years. But um, no, they wouldn't call themselves the Andy Dawson Mafia. Well, maybe I can start asking them to do that if they want to continue to hang around with me. Might be a condition of. Just send them. If you have you got them all on a WhatsApp group, you could send a group message. Just saying. No, I don't do that. And you've you've done that, and a few people do that kind of thing. I even got that. I, I tried to set one up ages ago, and it just didn't take. No one was particularly interested right. in contributing towards it. No, well, you get different characters, don't you? So, like, mm. I set my one up during COVID for my oldest mates, like my schoolmates, because I thought. You know, it'd be nice for us all to... Everyone's spread out now. Some are in different countries, different parts of the country. And I thought, oh, it'd be quite nice for us to all take the opportunity to reconnect. Mm. But some people just don't like um, an audience. So if you say something on a group, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Then it's like, especially when it's a bunch of lads, you sort of feel as if it's got to... You, you, first of all, you're setting yourself up to be shot down, which is the problem I've got with my West Ham one, is that you go on there and I am and I feel like I'm fair game. They think, oh, here he is, Delaney. He's fuck, the gloves are off for this for this fucking loudmouth cunt. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so what they think. Yeah, that's, that, they, there's no fucking... No one's going easy on me. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, but but um, yeah, and some people just don't like being like... If there's 10, 10 mates, they think, I'm going to put something and... Anyway, mm. I don't know. We 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 started start a lockdown twenty twenty. We started doing those Zoom group yeah. nights, and that was kind of the, the the replacement to do WhatsApp, and they were good. But um, then it, it got out of hand. In the end, there was like fifteen people in them, ah, just everyone just shouting over the top of each other. Yeah, I just felt like you. I just felt like I wanted to just get something from the buffet and just go and lie down in a dark room. <laughs> yeah, be at a family party. <laughs> exactly. And the problem with Zoom get togethers is there's no fucking buffet unless you sort one out for yourself. But that's not <laughs> the same. You want your mum to have done yeah. it. <laughs> D- disappear off screen and go and get yourself some fucking twiglets. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, the Matt Goss Mafia, but there's so much to look at in this. I mean, my, the, the standard question, the one that's got all the attention on social media is, how often do you have sex? And oh, he yeah. said, not enough. I'd like to have more, but it's a very emotional thing for me. Mm. And I'm proud to say that. <laughs> well, I've actually said something similar on this podcast before, right? Yeah. Uh, I see where the cunt's coming from here. I don't mind mm. admitting. I think that that's... I, I think that people will scoff and laugh and think that he's being a bit weird, but I've, I get the mm. point of what he's saying here, right? Yeah. Matt Goss, he could have put it around his whole life if he'd wanted to. He could have been shagging fans every night of the week, and he but, still could but, be. But for him, that wouldn't have sat right. It would have felt just not right. unpleasant because there's an emotional price to pay. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. He's, how old is he now? He's 52. So slightly older than me. And yeah, when you get to that age, you feel as though sexual congress, if we can call it that, needs to be a bit more, yeah, as, as, as an emotional depth. The one night stand. Even when you're younger, you can feel like that. Very little thrill in that. Even when you're younger, you can feel like that. But you're not allowed to say it when you're younger because you're supposed to be. Get your leg over, son. Hey, don't think about it. Just do it. But you know, even when you're young. I mean, my mate wrote a piece recently about going on his like lads' holidays when he was his first lad holiday to the Costa Bravo when he was when he was a kid, and it it sort of um, it was when he was a teenager, you know. And he wrote it was, it was. I really liked the sensitivity of which it was written because he said the banter that surrounded the entire trip amongst me and my mates. You know, I guess they were all seventeen. Was just about the sex we were going to have when we got out there because the idea <laughs> was this would have been the eighties, right? He's a bit older than me. The idea was you go in our minds, you go out to Spain and basically all the usual courting rituals are off and it's just shag, 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 shag. Everyone's up for shagging, like, Mm -hmm. immediately. And he went, but the reality is, he goes, that's just what we all said. He goes, we didn't really want to have sex. He goes, I didn't. I was fucking terrified of it. He goes, (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't have minded, like, some heavy petting, maybe. He went, but the idea of just having... Getting there and on the first night suddenly being thrust into a situation where I had to have sex with a stranger. I just found it fucking terrifying. I was almost praying for it not to happen. I was like, I hope this isn't true. I'm banking on it all being bullshit that you just have to start fucking when you get there. And I'm like, yeah, I remember feeling a bit like that. I'm so, so drunk that to, to make it plausible and then I won't be able to perform. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a fucking minefield when you're that age. It's a minefield. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the difference between me and you is that I'm a single man. I, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want a string of one night stands at no. my age. It's, it's undignified. You've got feelings. Yeah. You're not just a piece yeah. of. You're not just. Do you know what? This is what I always say to people when they ask me about you. They go, "What's the real Andy?" And I go, "Look, first thing you need to know about Andy is he is not just some fucking fuck machine, right? And no. it's and don't say that about him and don't think of him that way." He's more than a fuck machine. He is a human being with a poetic mm. soul. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, if offered, he'd probably restrict one night stands to maybe two or three a month. Yeah. Because, and, yeah, you know, exactly. He likes, to be, he likes to be wooed. You can be as wooed <laughs> as you like with me, mate. <laughs> he Aye. likes to woo. Or, to, to be wooed or woo. He himself. likes to woo. He'll yeah. do some wooing. And he likes and to be w- wooed in return. You can't woo in half an hour. No, Can you, you cannot. No, of course not. Can't rush these things. Not our age. Here's a curious bit from the the uh, the Marcos Q and A. 
what do you most dislike about your appearance? And he says, I don't have a lower peck on my right side. Yeah, that's worrying. That worried me. And I was very self-conscious about it for the longest time. Then I found out it had a name, Poland Syndrome. <laughs> now, now, he says, that, that's become a good read. You could tell a lot about somebody if they mention it or they care about it. Oh, wow. It's a lot there, isn't it? He's a really Poland sensitive syndrome. bloke. You know? He is. He is. And he I am a bit worried. I'm a bit worried that uh, all these people are like, it's funny because we saw the doc. And the thing is, he's fucking funny. But at the same time, he is like dead sensitive. He's you know a deep I mean? thinker. And he's, he's come out and he, and he doesn't give a shit either. He'll come and he'll wear his heart on his sleeve. And then everyone gathers around and goes, ah, listen to him, the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but really, he's just saying, look, man. <laughs> I'm missing this lower peck, and rightly or wrongly, it fucking bothers me. I'm looking at Poland Syndrome now. I had no idea about this. Uh, if you're in the US, you may be eligible for disability benefits, thanks to Poland Syndrome. I don't know if that's the case here. Fucking hell. It's also that's known amazing. as chest wall disorder. So a lower peck. But I thought yeah. a peck was your, like, your man tits, yeah? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Your pectoral muscles, there you, yeah, 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 the, yeah, the uh, chest muscles, yeah, yeah. Uh, it says on, on Wikipedia, it's a birthday fact characterized by an underdeveloped chest muscle and short webbed fingers on one side of the body. Ooh. He doesn't mention his fingers. No, uh, maybe that, maybe too it? sensitive about that. Maybe he doesn't want to reveal. No, but about I the do fingers. think that in Bross he did sometimes wear leather gloves. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Ah. I'm going to Google Matt Goss fingers now. Matt he's Goss webbed fingers. He's got fucking frog hands, mate. Mm. He's got what? Frog hands? Well, they've got sort of webbed hands, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. No mention of it. Nothing, no no one's cottoned onto this. We're the first to possibly put this out there about his possible webbed fingers. But we don't want to go too far because the Marcos Mafia might be listening. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to get on the wrong side of them and wake up with fucking Oscar Nelson's head in our beds. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. Who would play you in the film of your life? Idris Elba, he says. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is nice. What was the best kiss of your life? He says, says, it's going to be my wife, whoever she is. Oh, that's really sad. Still looking for the love of his life there. Uh, He hasn't had the best kiss of his life yet. No. But that's something to live for, isn't it? Something to keep going for. But I mean, he has had the best kiss of his life. He's being stupid. That's one thing where I'm I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking, mate, that is just silly. Like, you can't... You can't project. You have to ba- you have to say it on the basis of what you've had so far. So if someone said to me, Yeah, Sam, it was the best the, one, isn't it? Yeah. What's the best goal you've scored in your life? Mm. I can't mm. very well say, well, it'll be the time when I score in the cup final at Wembley for West Ham. Mm. And and by the way, it's gonna be a fucking overhead kick, you cunt. Right? Yeah. I can't say that. You'd be like, what are you talking about? I said, What's the best goal you've ever scored? Mm so far so he has had the best kiss yeah unless he's never had a kiss which I find unlikely some, he must have kissed someone of course he has um <laughs> yeah uh, what else? I've just remembered there's something else we need to talk about in this episode as well oh fuck um there's there three things we need to mention uh there's there's yeah there's uh what else is there uh his celebrity crush's kid back in sale strong 
Yeah, uh, good celebrity is, crash that. Yeah, his superpower, if he had one, would be to go back in time and bump off Hitler. Um, nice use of the phrase bump off. Yeah. And uh, when were you happiest? It says, at 37 Crawford Road in Camberwell, London, my mother had separated from my father and we had nothing, but I remember roast potatoes, two pence in the gas meter, and music. It was the only time in my life when I felt at home. Oh, that's a sadness. That's a sadness. There's a sadness in him. I felt that there There was in in both of them. When you watch the documentary, both of them welled up from time to time, didn't they? They both got like stiff sort of lips and tearful eyes it's a shame they're, they're, the pair of them are a couple of conundrums not a couple they of are. cunts a couple of conundrums I tell you what though <laughs> the picture at the top of this Q&A the lad's still gorgeous mate he is absolutely he is. fucking gorgeous yeah I mean look at the cunt how old did you say he was 52 fuck 52. me I wouldn't mind looking like that age 52 yeah. I mean, he's amazing. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Jalapeño. The other big story over the weekend, there's two other ones. Rod Stewart. Have you seen what Rod Stewart's been up to? Oh, he's been filling potholes around he's his He's been on Instagram way, filling potholes next to where he lives. Yeah. Wearing a high-vis fucking jacket yeah. and a tracksuit. I'll do it myself, seven... you cunts. Yeah, he's 77. <laughs> <laughs> he says, people are bashing their cars up. The other day there was an ambulance with a burst tyre. My Ferrari can't go through here at all. <laughs> My Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's on Instagram. Um... He says, the, the post was captured, working for a living, filling holes is good for the soul. So it's the opposite of digging. He's filling holes in instead of digging them. But um, that was that was uh, unexpected, but great. Um, Rod needs his Ferrari to go through it to his house uh, near Harlow. The other thing uh, is an update on our uh, good friend John Timbrell, mm. Freeman of the land. 
and um, he's been back in court again. And um, this is a costs appeal, and it says uh, a retired policeman who told a court he was a living man rather than stating his full name was told by a judge that it sounded, inverted commas, like nonsense. <laughs> Once again, he's that. been smacked down by a judge. This is not the first time John Timbrell has appeared before a court uh, with a, an unusual uh, self-identification, if you want to call it that. He was challenging an order to pay legal costs relating to his conviction for sending vile and abusive emails to an MP. And he was found guilty of sending three abusive emails to Antoinette Sandbach, the, then the Conservative MP for Eddersbury in Cheshire. Um, why Cheshire, I don't know. He lives uh, in near Swindon. But there you go. He appeared at Cheltenham Magistrates Court to challenge the order. But before he could be formally identified by the, the court clerk, he stated that we, he was a living man known as John. <laughs> and he was there to seek justice. John, Ju- <laughs> John Justice. <laughs> some people call me John. Some people call me John Timbrell. Some people call me John Justice. The, the only constant t- is John. Next question, Your Honour. <laughs> he told District Judge Nicholas Wattam that he had served a statement of truth on the court's fines and enforcement office. I think he's dealt with Judge Wattam before. That that rings a bell. I could be wrong. Uh, I'd love to think Tim- that that like he's his nemesis. His nemesis, yeah. <laughs> he keeps coming yeah, up with the same utterly exasperated judge. He's like, oh, he again. not yeah. this man again. And Timbrell says, my name is on the statement of truth. I am willing to give my name if you accept I am here as a living man and not taking responsibility for the legal fixture. <laughs> Why are you just making shit up? <laughs> to which District Judge Wattam responded, that all sounds like nonsense to me. <laughs> not being funny. But, I mean, I, I can refer to the books. I haven't looked at my old textbooks in years, if I'm honest. If I dig them out, I'm pretty sure are none you- of those terms are going to be in there. I do- I do most of my judging these days on instinct, you know, <laughs> on a gut feeling. I don't refer to the textbooks. But I've got them. But I mean, they're in my mum's attic, most of them. But I could, <laughs> I could nip round her at the weekend. You know, we could get, we could come back to this after the weekend. I'll have a dig through because I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to be proven wrong on this. And this that's the thing. It is mostly instinct, but nine times out of ten, I'm right. Yeah, there's very little comeback. And you've been doing it for this long. Sometimes you just trust your gut. <laughs> So um, Timbrell Tim, Timbrel replied, I am John. Other people attach a surname to me of the family Timbrell. I am not the man that is represented on the documentation as Mr. John Timbrell. I am not that man. I am a living man. <laughs> <laughs> so which, this is great. Judge Wattam responded to that by saying, this all sounds a bit freedom of the land to me. Is that what you are? <laughs> Exactly so right, Your Honour. Oh, you've heard of it, have you? Oh, yes. great. Yes, Mr. Timbrell, I've got someone who knows his stuff. <laughs> yes, I'm very familiar. I've become very familiar with it over the last two years. <laughs> uh, and as it explains in this piece, which is in the forester.co.uk, the freedom of the land believes that people are only bound by laws if they consent to him. But, Timbrell, plot twist, Timbrell said he was not 
the freedom of the land. Timbrell's taken it to a new level. All them other cunts are doing the freedom of the land stuff now. Yeah. He's gone beyond that. He's, he, yeah. yeah, he's on a new realm. He says, uh, Timbrell says he was not, and, and added, this is my statement of truth. It is a sworn affidavit. I would prefer it if you would take it. <laughs> so, uh, and then wow. there's loads of back and forth about uh, the court appearance last November, and um, he had to provide some information at the fines office, and uh, he wanted a signed, sealed copy of something, but the judge told me he wasn't entitled to have it and reminded him what the appeal was about. It was to do with his uh, costs that he'd incurred in the previous case. Uh, Timbrell said, I am representing the legal trust, representing the living man known as John. I am not appealing if the process to date is correct, as I have described in the affidavit. It has not been rebutted. Fucking hell. It's a long long conversation and uh, the judge says at one point I now have the information from the fines office concerning the order of the Crown Court there is a printout available for you would you like to look at it Timble said he was curious to see the document but added it's too late it is now no longer relevant (laughs) (laughs) I a a living person known as John am curious I'll tell you, I am curious, but no, I'm going to resist the temptation to see. Uh, The judge told Timbrell he was going to short-circuit the hearing. Um, Whatever that means, I think he might have made that up. And uh, he is sentenced to an 18-week prison sentence suspended for 18 months. He's also subject to an indefinite restraining order to not contact the MP by any means. He was ordered to pay costs, but he's appealed that decision... And that was why he was in court last week. Um, yeah, he was offered a copy of the order, but he said it was too late, although he was curious. <laughs> Timbrell says, I'm not interested in raising old issues. The affidavit is my statement of truth, and I stand by it. When you have made your order, I would like to walk out of this court with a sealed judgment. He wants it <laughs> sealed. I guess I guess he wants a wax seal. Yeah. But uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh yeah, Judge Wattam said is, is this isn't relevant. He says, your appeal against your fines notice issued in July is dismissed. I am not giving you a platform to rehearse any arguments of this nature. Uh, there is no merit in your appeal. I will let you have a signed, sealed copy of the order as requested. <laughs> now, fuck off. I love the picture of Tim Brawl. He's got a lovely casual shirt on. It's quite nice, actually. Open neck shirt, short-sleeved. A very mm. serious look on his face and yeah. a small pair of technical binoculars round his neck as well, <laughs> yes. which is uh, very important to the likes of Timbrell because he's a man of detail and well, a man of an investigative nature. Yeah, yeah, you need to examine documents very carefully, yeah. especially if they're sealed. You need to see that the seal hasn't been broken. Uh, yeah. It's nice so to know he's still operational. It's nice that we we haven't had a story from him in a while. It's nice when he pops back up. I, I, he's talking about the original appeal, and he says, that appeal, in my opinion, <laughs> was voided at the High Court. It was said by Lord Denning, you cannot appeal against something that does not exist. <laughs> the MP, Miss Sandbach, was allegedly promoting an act of treason, but of course you are now going to shut me up. <laughs> I hope he never shuts up. I hope he never stops. So that's a John Timber update Good for old you. Timbers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good man. Well, I tell you what, there are other things that 
you need to talk about from your previous few days and we'll, we'll cover them in the next episode on Friday I think um, because otherwise I think this would be probably become an hour long episode which nobody wants mm. there is a short um, thing that I liked on Twitter that's just uh, not to do with my own experiences this week in Seville go on but it's by Stuart Millard who's a person who I don't know him but I've mentioned him before because he's really funny on Twitter and he writes funny sort of really forensic deep dives into sort of oh, old yeah, yeah. I remember. videos yeah but he's just tweeted a picture of... Uh, he's just written beside myself at this answer from an old Lisa Riley interview. Seems to be from one of those sort of, you know, Sunday tabloid TV magazines that you get inside, you know, the yeah. newspaper. And it's uh, Lisa Riley. Was she from Emmerdale, wasn't she? She and, was, yeah. Uh, she's, she's, and it's one of those Q&As. not unlike the Matt Goss one. But the question is, <laughs> when was the last time you cried... And she and her answer is this: When I'd run a nice long bath for myself, and for a joke, my mate Darren put a put put a full packet of playing cards in there while my back was turned. <laughs> I was in a bit of a mood and did not find it in the least bit funny. <laughs> I mean, a first of all, shout cards. out to Darren because that is yeah. an amazing prank. It's random. It's, and like it's out, what well, her back was turned, so she's what presumably removing her robe in preparation for the bath, and he's yeah. snuck in behind her at that stage. I thought, right, I took a cards. fucking deck of playing cards in there. It's a classic prank. <laughs> classic, uh, Darren. Lisa, have you got any got any playing <clears throat> cards? I thought I'd uh, have a game of patience against myself while you're in the bath. <laughs> Give yourself something to. Yeah, there should be some in the in the drawer. By the telephone in the hallway. Oh, thanks, love. <laughs> fucking get them in the fucking bath, you silly cow. <laughs> Have that. Ah, that's a fucking royal flush right there, love. She's put she a gets bath in. And she's not going to notice till she gets in there. <laughs> she gets in and she's like, oh, oh, luxury. Oh, a little bit of pampering. And as she like lowers herself like you do, the lower... You, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you like to take your time, don't you? And it's painful, course, isn't it? Yeah. But then eventually it's, it's so nice, isn't it, once you're in? Mm. And she's just got to that point where she's like, oh, I'm in, lovely. And then she sees the old fucking jack of spades floating up to the fucking surface. Bobbing around on the top. She's like, yeah. what the fuck this? is this? Is this a threat? What's that supposed to be, jack of spades? And then she goes, hang on, there's the queen of arts. And there's the fucking two of diamonds. <laughs> fuck me. They're all in the cunts. <laughs> someone's put a whole fucking deck in my bath I can't believe it and she and this is the important bit to remember Andy she started to cry oh yeah of course that's what the question is when was the last when time you cried cry? she wasn't just angry she was upset she saw Jesus. a full deck of playing cards in her bath and it made her cry I wonder if she's still friends with Darren after all of that that kind of well, thing, the thing is, friendship, couldn't it? Funny things can tip you over the edge, can't they? You know, you just, sometimes yeah, it it's not really. It probably, if we're honest, right, it probably wasn't the playing cards. There was probably something deeper going yeah, on. Yeah, there'll have been other factors. Yeah. 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 Because but, for me, yeah. I mean, I'm not a big bath person. Once in a while, I'll have a bath when I've got a bit mm. of time on my hands and uh, it feels really luxurious, right? Mm. Um, but for me, once I was in that bath and I'd done my lowering, 
you know, which I take a lot of time over because I do like to run it a bit too hot for myself. Yeah, yeah. Easy win, Once yeah, I'm in, I mean, if there's cards in there, there's cards in there. I think I'm not going to let that. This this has been such a hassle. R- running the bath's a big fucking hassle. Lowering yourself into the bath, big fucking hassle. Mm-hmm. So if there's fucking cards floating around. I would just be like, fuck it. I'm going to live with this. Yeah. I mean, what's the worst I know, that can happen? It depends on it depends on how, how much you feel you're able to relax when there's a 52. Maybe more. The Joker might have been in there. There might have been that little card that tells you the instructions about oh, certain games as that well. That would be the one that pushed me over the head. Ah, it's fine. What is it? 52 cards. I can live with that. Uh, oh, the Jokers. Okay, 54. Oh, Still. Fine. No problem. 54. That's fine. What's this? 55. The fucking instructions. And there's a fucking... What's this? The rules to bridge. No, fucking hell. This has tipped me over. I'm going to start crying now. Lisa's getting upset. Ah, I promised myself I wouldn't cry in the bath for a change. But no, there's always something. Oh, uh, that's, that's sad. Sad, isn't it? But um, I've never cried in a bath before. Well, not since I was a kid. Oh my God. Um, I cried in a shower once. I've cried in a shower twice. I haven't cried. I'm not trying to act tough. In many ways, I wish that I cried more because sometimes it's good for you. I haven't cried a huge amount in my adult life, but two of the times I have, and I won't go mm. into the reasons, but two of the times I have, they were in showers. Weird that, isn't it? Must be a sort of time it where you're kind of on your own I, and your mind starts turning to shit. Yeah, I thought you were going to tell us there, but you've just pulled away at the last minute, but that's no, all right. No, we ain't got us. time for you to know why I yeah. fucking cried in the you shower. It's none of your fucking business. Listeners, nah, it don't Sick. matter to anyone. Just so, know, just I was little... in both occasions. I was sad. Well, obviously, yeah. You know, do you cry with delight? No, I don't want anyone to think I was crying with sexual ecstasy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, there were um, there were sadness tears. Can you give us just tee up what you've got for us for the Friday episode? Because obviously we've run out of time. Okay. And we've got a few things. I have the following stories. Um, yeah. I do need to make decisions on what order I would turn them in. But needless okay. to say, my 36 hours, uh, my 48-hour my trip to Seville was eventful, as you'd of imagine. Course. You know, yeah. uh, The three stories that I, 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 I told my mate who I went with when we got back, I said, I've mulled over the events of the last day and a half and... Um, I've uh, I've decided my top three moments. Mm. Number three is the hovercraft, which I did mm. reveal on Twitter, so people might know the hovercraft story if they follow me on Twitter. But All right. there is more to it than what I was able to fit into a tweet. Well, Number I didn't two, see that, so I won't I won't seek okay. that out. There's a great there's a great bit of hovercraft info. Um, there's uh, the one involving a cigarette gone wrong. And uh, and the top story of the whole trip for me involved the former um, Chelsea uh, goal-scoring midfielder Gus Poyet. <laughs> I have got a wonderful Gus Poyet story um, that is really it, it's a really great story for me. I'm, I really enjoyed it. And uh, but then also I saw my Hungarian father-in-law yesterday, and I got a story regarding a chimpanzee. A Hungarian mm-hmm. wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got two good stories from him to report. And lastly, when I was in a pizzeria, a local pizzeria last night, I made a new friend. The friend's name was Alan. And <laughs> within, it was wonderful. It was a fellow dad. And I made friends with him. Um, yeah. His name is Alan. And within 
I would say 60 seconds of me meeting him, he told yeah. me a story about once being in a coma for two months. And so I've got a great coma story, which I'm sure wow. I feel that me and Alan are really good mates now. Although my kids have been taking the piss out of me quite a lot about that. Because they were like, Look, you think you made a mate, don't you? Are you going to ask him to go and see Batman with you in the week? Alan, what do you think Alan's doing now? They've been at it all day. What do you think Alan's up to, your mate, Alan? He's a right laugh, Alan, isn't he? Do you think, why don't you go see Batman with Alan? Yeah. Have we texted him yet? Go on, text him, see what he's doing. See if he wants to come round. Alan's a fucking legend. And I said to them, kids... Don't take the piss out of fucking Alan. I'd like to see you two cunts come out of a two-month fucking coma and still have his sense of humour. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Alan's fucking great. So that's all coming up on yeah. Friday episode, but if you're IFS, you'll get it early. You'll get it on Thursday. Thursday evening or tea time or something like that. So again, another reason to subscribe, isn't it? Mm. Uh, quick update on the predictions. You had a good weekend, Sam. You cor- correctly predicted... Uh, West Ham 2, Aston Villa 1. Six points. Six points. So you got nine for the weekend. I got three. Results bot got three. Um, so that means you're on 100. I am on 101. Results bot is on 81. So it's Oh, you're one point ahead of me. Fucking hell, this is one of the most exciting title run-ins ever. Isn't it? So there, we'll have more predictions on Friday as well in that mammoth episode that's coming up. Thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.